Theorizing that Quantum Leap would hold up after 30 years, two friends set out to watch every episode and vanished. Oh boy. Featuring Kristen and Leet. Yeah! Hi, everyone, and hey. welcome to our latest episode of... Oh, oh boy, boy, it's, it's Kristen, Kristen and Leet. I'm Kristen. I'm Leet. Oh, Leet. What do I say? What do I say about this Fuck week? Fuck this episode. This was, like, the Fuck most it. uncomfortable... How long? 45 minutes? Yeah, 46 probably. Of my life. No, well, it was up there. Yeah. It was really up there. Just fuck it. So this episode was called The Americanization of Machiko. Yeah. I predicted last week. Should I say anything else? It's a beautiful day here. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. um, It's still March. It's cold. I got up this morning. It was still negative six degrees. But oh, hello. That's my cat. He also hated the episode. Um, so fuck this episode. Fuck this episode. So my prediction was that uh, because we saw that, that Sam leaps into a Navy. Like a sailor. Yeah, like a yeah. sailor. And he just gets off a bus. So I don't know why I was like, I'm going to go with he's in Japan or overseas. overseas. Yeah. yeah, he's overseas and uh, he's going to learn how to adapt to life. Outside of America. I don't know why I thought that. I guess the title should have told me everything. I was being overly optimistic. Uh, I really was thinking that it was going to be about an American man having to adapt to a different culture. (laughs) Of course. With the the title, The Americanization of... I don't know why. I I was just hoping. I was just hoping that this episode wasn't going to be what it was. And oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's, It's Kristen and Leet and... The Americanization of Magico today, and no one's having a good time. So, Sam, we see Sam. He gets <laughs> off a bus. Um, he uh, starts investigating. He looks in his wallet to get his name. He looks, and he sees a uh, newspaper. He finds out it's 1953 in Oak Creek, Ohio. Then uh, an elderly gentleman comes up to him, and he says, Dad? And he goes, yeah, I'm your dad. And they have a hug. They have a hug. He gets in the car. And starts driving away. Drives away. And then out of the bus comes a a lady in uh, Japanese fashion and... Which is a Japanese lady. She's a Japanese lady. Not just like a lady in Japanese fashion. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm I'm just... An Asian (laughs) woman. I'm trying not to other her any more than she's othered in this episode, which is extremely... (laughs) It is relevant in this case. It's it's an Asian woman in a kimono and she's grabbing (laughs) suitcases and then looks around and realizes that she is all alone. His name's Charlie, is that right? Because she's saying, I think she's saying Charlie-san, Charlie-san, which is like, okay, all right. So she is Machiko and she is... Lost in Oak Creek, uh, Ohio. Yeah. (laughs) Then we cut to credits. So immediately, I think to myself, oh God, oh God, oh God. Because I feel terrible. I'm like, we're already like, this is so sad. That would be the scariest thing in the fucking world. Yeah, you've come to a different country where you are. Not only that, but like, I I guess they're, uh, I don't know much about history, but like it's war. Like he was clearly, well, not war, but he was overseas i mean that's the question i mean i guess they must have just had um folks stationed in japan for a number of years after world war ii yeah and i know that obviously tensions are high of course at first i was assuming he was just coming back from the korean war but that he was he was stationed in japan yeah so i don't know yeah so scary for her to be in this new place and all alone your husband just drives off without you yeah what does that even mean yeah, so terrifying. I'm like, this is, I don't even know this woman. I'm so sad for her already that she's just alone with two suit. Why is she carrying the suitcases? Wait, did he have his own? He had his duffel bag from like the Navy. But she's got like a bag in each hand. Yeah. So like, I don't know, man. It, it, it also begs the question, like, how did they get so separated? 
were they not sitting together on the bus? Like, yeah, maybe... but he, I mean, he leapt in literally as he was stepping off the bus. So you would just like naturally just keep walking. I guess. But I'm like, what if she was like right by, shouldn't yeah. she have been sitting with him? Presumably, and like, yeah. was she like, I'll just walk to the back of the bus and wait a few minutes and then I'll join you. Like... No, probably she, she was just like, oh, I better get my suitcases. There's no way my husband would leave without me. I'm just worried about this poor woman um, <laughs> during the entire five hour-long credit <laughs> sequence. credit sequence. We get back from credits, and Sam is in the car with his dad, and they're just chatting, and there's a voiceover talking about, oh, uh, this guy reminds me of my dad. I know this isn't Indiana, but, like, it really reminds me of home. I'm feeling really comfortable. I think, like, there's not a care in the world, nothing I should be doing or anyone I should be looking out for. Clearly I wasn't sent here to fix something or to stop a terrible tragedy, <laughs> which is the entire concept of the Quantum Leap. That's the Quantum Leap rules. Is, uh, I, I do 12 good things, and then I get Nice little vacation. <laughs> Quite <a> leave rules. <laughs> and then we cut to like his mother and his old girlfriend. Uh, we're not, before we do that, we just we cut back to Machiko being oh, yeah. so, so sad and so, so scared. And there's a crowd forming behind her because these people have never seen anyone who is not white. She's there and uh, she's clearly confused and lost. And we see, we get our first look at Rusty, the Rusty, local racist. Um, in classic <laughs> Quantum Leap fashion, we get the uh, racist townsfolk wearing overalls. He's, yeah, he's literally wearing overalls and covered in dirt. And he's like, right, right, yeah. hate it. And he's like, people. definitely, he's like very purposefully taking a couple of steps before uh, towards her. But then a cop comes up to her and says, are you okay? And she's able to say, I'm Charlie... Uh, Bucket's wife. <laughs> Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Charlie, um, Charlie Mackenzie's wife. And the cop, you know, gets her into his car to drive her over to the Mackenzie yeah. house. Yeah. Which is helpful. Thank God. Because otherwise, she... what the fuck could have happened? Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, and now we're uh, back at um, Charlie's parents' house. Yeah. And, and his mom is on the porch with his old girlfriend, Naomi, who yeah. is like... How do I describe Naomi other than, like, the most stereotypical American floozy kind of character you could... Yeah. I, I don't know how to put it. Not, I, I, I'm, I'm not floozy shaming Naomi here, but she's a bit over the top. Yeah. She's... I mean, what would you... What would you... She dresses like a pinup all yeah. the time. If, like, at one point she's wearing, like, a cherry red shirt and she wears a cherry red ribbon in her hair and a cherry red pair of big old earrings. Like, she looks like a cartoon of an American girl. You know what I mean? So, that's Naomi. Naomi thinks Charlie is going to ask her to marry him. Uh, Apparently, he called ahead and said, oh, I've got a big surprise for you all. Which is not super great. Uh... Maybe you want to mention that you're bringing another human over, if nothing else. Also, what are the chances that you don't know your mom is a racist? Spoilers, the mom is racist. But, like, how is it possible yeah. he got to 22 years old or whatever? And he feels it's okay to surprise his racist mother with yeah. this. Guys, we're going to be talking very, um... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. This this episode was, like, sad and upsetting. This was so and... much worse than The Color of Truth. Yeah. So much worse. In The Color of Truth, Sam leapt into the body of a black guy. And so it became the story of this guy uh, and Sam trying to do what was best for him. And struggling with those questions. Not doing a great job of it, but still it was about um, um, Jesse Tyler. Whereas in this one, Sam leaps into a white guy with an Asian wife, and so it becomes about Charlie. About... Sam Sam trying to do what's best for Charlie and not necessarily what's best for Machiko. I don't even know about that. It Because it wasn't even like, what's the dilemma here? It's just about let's save this lady from... And this is the problem, is that the the ultimate struggle that Sam gets into is like, oh, I want to make... I mean, ultimately, it's like, I need my mom to come around to like uh, Machiko. Right. Which is like, that's the struggle that Charlie would have because Charlie has 
an attachment to his mother and would be um, unfairly biased kind of to give her the benefit of the doubt, which means that the benefit of, ha of Sam leaping in here is that Sam should be the one who's able to say, no, fuck you, mom, like treat her like a human. Uh, if you can't, uh, if you can't let her into your life, guess what? I'm not in your life either. Yeah. That is the correct moral thing to do, but it's the thing that Charlie would have difficulty doing, but Sam shouldn't. Do you know what I mean? No. Did that make any sense? Sam shouldn't... The thing is, like, n navigating the difficult relationship between your wife and your mother is a very hard thing to do for yourself. If Charlie is in this situation, that's a hard thing to navigate. Yeah. The thing that Sam should be able to do is have the kind of objective moral compass to do what is right regardless of the uh, politics of it. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think so. It's just like, I just don't know. Why does Sam keep trying to help his mother and try to uh, um, give her the benefit of the doubt? There's no reason that Sam should be doing this. I don't know that he does. I mean, he, like, when when she crosses a line, which really is at the beginning, but, like, when she crosses the line and lets Machiko, like, run out into a storm and all that, like, he does That's kind the of end of get... the episode. That's true, yeah. That's the Until end of the Until then, he's she's... like, she'll come around or maybe she won't. Yeah. And it's like... That's the thing. But she's a horrible racist. Like... Yeah, and she keeps being, like, the worst to your wife. Yeah. Yeah. I would, like, night one be like, we're gonna go to a hotel. Yeah, night one, we're gonna find an apartment. Yeah, we're not staying. And I'm, guess what? I'm not gonna make you live with people who yeah. disrespect your culture. And, and you, you as a human. Yeah, that's right. It's tough because like in The Color of Truth, we were saying like obviously he and he and Al know about morality and not being racist. But if you're transplanted into America in the 50s, do you just right out the gate be like, you're a shit person because you think this way? Like, or do you have to slowly worm well, morality into people's... Minds the, the right way, and I know that I know that we shouldn't. Like we yeah. are saying, obviously, just tell them they're shit people and yeah. they're being racist. But in the fifties, unfortunately, that was a reality of America, yeah. white America. I guess I don't know. The difference here to me is the there though is that in um, you know the color of truth by Sam telling somebody to fuck off, he was putting. Um, uh, Jesse in danger whereas in this episode if Sam had told his mother to fuck off like there's no physical danger she's not going to do anything she's not going to shoot or hang or imprison them yeah so in that case that's you, true there is the, the moral imperative to again like you don't have to change her mind you just have to um, protect your just wife do the right thing by your wife and yeah. maybe not subject her to it and you know, yeah. Oh, I just... Train time. Train time. Oh, it's a dirge-like train time today. I just kept thinking to myself this whole episode. I'm like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I felt the entire time like, you know, when you watch The Lion King and you're a kid and maybe this is just me, the part where Scar is making Simba tell everyone that he killed his father. I used to fast forward that part and I just, it was so, I don't want to be like awkward because that's not, it's stronger than awkward, but it's like, it's like you get this weird feeling of guilt and miss like like watching it's someone be anxiety yeah it's terrible i would always fast forward it and in this that was the entire episode was like oh no he's hurting this poor woman who's like and, and honestly the actress who played machiko was like doing such a good job i think she was the daisy like she was a really sweet character yeah, who wonderful yeah she was wonderful and you're just like <sighs> she just gets treated so poorly the whole episode and we have to sit here and watch it and it's dreadful yeah. it was a horrible feeling can we um let's jump to something a little bit uh, uh lighter God. which is when uh <laughs> sam drives up and meets his mom and naomi naomi uh comes up and kisses him because you know they 
used to date before he went off to the war or whatever before he went to japan in whatever capacity he did um and so he shows up and she kisses him and sam again acts like he's never ever been kissed before oh every Every single episode he's kissing like hundreds of women and every (laughs) single time he's like whoa what am i supposed to do with my mouth oh god (laughs) it's like uh you know that meme of the character looking at a butterfly. Is this says, a, yeah. yeah, like, is this is this a kiss? Is this kissing? Like, that's Sam every time. Yeah. He, no clue. No clue what yeah. to do. This is like a 40-year-old man, like, <laughs> who's just like, oh, no. Again, I mean, in this in this case, it, it makes a lot of sense why Charlie would be really weirded out. By, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, for Sam, this is just like, oh yeah, another leap, another smooch, another like... He doesn't know, for all he knows, this is his, like, fiancé. Yeah. So maybe hide it a little better. Yeah. But, you know, this is going to be a perpetual problem because that's the part of the gag of Quantum Leap. Uh, yeah. So this is just going to happen. We just have to be okay with it, I yeah. guess. I mean, you just have to... I mean, that's the thing with episodic, episodic plots is just that, like, You get the same beats over and over again, but dear God. Oh, man. Al shows up, and uh, he's wearing this amazing outfit. He he has some real sweet numbers Some real doozies, yeah. This time he's wearing, like, it's like a dark brown pinstripe suit, and all of his suits are, like, super baggy, like Mm. like that kind of, um, what's the word they call those? Like, like... I, I just think of them as, like, blousy. No, like that loose style of of suit that like you expect them to start dancing in. Oh, like they look like yeah, zoot suits. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, He's yeah. wearing like a brown pinstripe zoot suit with a purple button up and a tie that's got yellows and purples and it's very short. It's a very short tie. Yeah, he loves a short tie. He Al. looks magnificent. Yeah. Suspenders, I believe, are involved. Suspenders are going to be involved in a few uh, outfits yeah. on this episode. Although if he was wearing a suit jacket, how do you see the you, it was it loose. Yeah. It was okay. very loose. Okay. Or maybe not. This. Maybe I'm just... I don't remember this one. Okay. Um, all of my notes are just like, oh, racist. Oh, this is a quote that somebody said that's racist. Oh, why are they being so racist? This is my entire... Yeah, and I don't want to, like, say what they are. Because yeah, no, I don't want to repeat them. Bear in mind just that all throughout every single scene... Everyone's being racist. <laughs> Again, there are like the mom is racist and Rusty is racist, and there's like a couple other. Uh, uh, Naomi ends up being pretty shitty. Like the Reverend and his wife are lovely. Yeah, the dad is really. The nice. The dad really likes Machiko. They're super rich, by the way. We show Ooh. up in their parlor room, and it looks like Versailles. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I think you were taking a note, and I said, "Look at this room. It's huge <laughs> and gorgeous, and like the ceilings must be fifteen feet." Yeah, it was. They have a beautiful home. Yeah. Um, uh, racism happens. Yeah. Um, can we go to the hayloft? That's no. That's kind of no. <laughs> I'm going to stop you for a second. Okay. Because uh, they also bring up all of a sudden Eileen. Eileen. And Machiko the... goes, who's Eileen? And they go, it's Charlie's sister who died a year ago. And she says, like, this news saddens me or saddens something. Saddens my heart, I think. This news saddens my heart. And I'm like, so did he not know? Because I'm assuming if they got married in Japan, he might have mentioned that he had a sister who died, and he would, he's been overseas for two years, so he probably found out by, via letter or phone call. Yeah, either... He must have known, because otherwise they would have been like, we have some terrible news yeah. now that you're back. Yeah. If he knew, he didn't tell his wife. Apparently not. So that's just a little thing I clocked. That's, it's weird. I mean, again, I was, at first I was kind of like, yeah... Did he know or did he not know? But you're right. Like, that would be the first thing you fucking... Hey, where's Eileen, Mom? Hey, what? Where's where's my sister? I love her so much. Ooh, why, yikes. Why, why are you crying, Mom? I, uh, I just want to see my sister. And they're like, she can stay in Eileen's room. And she's like, no, she can't. And the mom is really against Machiko staying in Eileen's room. And then that's how this all comes up. So... yeah. Uh, I, that's going to be a bigger thread in this episode. One that I'm not sure is necessary. It's very superfluous. Very it's, superfluous. It's only there to give us a reason for maybe mom's racism. But not even her racism. Her, her like, in the last act of this, uh, her, her hesitance to kind of apologize for her racism, if anything. That's yeah. all it is. But it's like, 
is it supposed to humanize her more? Because it, it for, for me, it does the opposite. Because instead of her realizing, I should just treat her with respect, um, she just decides, I have to get over this issue I had with my daughter, which is deeply rooted in my Christianity. And yeah. it's like, stop making excuses for your racism. You were racist, and now you've decided that maybe I shouldn't be because it's hurting my family. Yeah. And also, like, hey, guess what? It already fucking tore your family apart like not your racism yeah. but your um your uh, bigotry prejudice like, and yeah. and and i mean i hate to say it but like kind of christian values yeah i said that with quotation marks but like whatever her version of christianity in this world we should say because we haven't brought this up yet but it's because eileen was pregnant uh outside of wedlock and, and then, then she killed herself yeah yeah so and and her mother couldn't wasn't able to like forgive her because yeah. she it was too late but she knew that her the her prejudice is, is part of what drove eileen to do it yeah. right so the yeah just for some context there so again like in case this episode wasn't fucking fucking dark enough already like we have oh, that it's just like oh you know what i think this this episode is just a little too fluffy what i should do is have <laughs> like a young woman get pregnant and commit suicide that's what will make this better this episode was so depressing like fuck this episode <sighs> okay yeah so yeah then uh you said the barn is next but i i think i mean i didn't i just wanted to skip a lot of stuff and get to the barn well i mean yeah there's a lot of racist stuff in between like uh i'll quickly say when the mom wakes up and machiko is cleaning the floor and cooking breakfast and she's like fuck you yeah, we <laughs> like, don't eat rice for breakfast. My floor is clean enough. I'm like, my God, if I woke up and somebody was cleaning my floor and cooking me breakfast, I, is that really a reason to hate someone? I would be like, my yeah. God, you're wonderful. Yeah. Hey, you don't like rice for breakfast? Make some rice pudding. That's a breakfast right there. That's yeah. That's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I fucking love rice pudding. I do too. But oh, like, man, I should make oh. some rice pudding. Get in the kitchen, make me some rice pudding right now. <laughs> I don't have any rice. <laughs> okay, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go but home and get it. No, nah, it's okay. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, again, I just I don't I don't want to talk about all this fucking shit. Yeah, I just want to go to the one or two funny things. Um, the townspeople are also racist. I'll say that they go into town and uh, get her some American clothes. And racism happens. Yeah, racism happens. Racist Rusty strikes again in his overalls. Yeah. Also, okay, one thing that's quite funny is that um, he tags their car with some racist slur. I'm not going to say it, but (laughs) when he writes the letter J, for some reason he puts the crossbar on, like, the left side of the J. Uh I don't know what that is, but he just says, like, a big old J. And then instead of putting the crossbar at the top where it normally goes, he does it on the bottom left. Hmm. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. He's well, stupid. He's a stupid, <laughs> stupid man. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Um, I mean, there was also... Mm, Sam has a conversation with... I, I guess, again, this is awkward to talk about, with Machiko, where he's like talking about all the equal rights that women have in America He's like, you're in America now. You have equal rights. And we're like, nope, yeah. not in want, the 50s. If you no, want, you don't. Uh, I can stay home with the kids and you can get a job. And I'm like, it's 1953, Sam. That's not going to work. Like, it's like, even in 1990, you're going to get some shit. Sam, be better at time travel. Be, like, be better, Sam. Better and, yet, be like, hey, guess what? Our grandkids are going to have the option to work or not work, regardless of gender. Anytime he pep talks ladies in general in any episode on this show, it's always super kind of insulting. Yeah. Like to Teresa, like you you're you're a really pretty hairdresser, you know that? You're like, special. You're pretty and you're nice. <laughs> I, I wrote just a slew of things I found awkward and then fuck my life at the end of this. Like, yeah. fuck this episode. All of it. All of it. Sam, they come back from town and then Sam starts, he goes up in the hayloft and starts throwing hay around. I think it's kind of his equivalent to like um, Kevin Bacon dancing when he gets pissed off. He's just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go throw some hay. I do want to go back. Yeah, I, I found my note where she, he buys her a dress. Yeah. I'm sorry. He buys her a dress. And like high heels. Yeah. And she's like struggling with the high heels. I'm like, she's not the fucking little mermaid. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like everything. Again, I just 
maybe she's from a rural part of Japan, but she's not an idiot. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. Like, I've never worn heels. Um, from from what culture has told me, it's difficult. We should get Daniel in here and he were, can tell us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you wear heels? Ugh, like rarely. Yeah. They suck, but like, I guess it's just, they were very, they weren't that high. They, they were like tiny little kitten heels. And I... I don't know. They were just treating it like everything she encounters in America is like completely new. Like, yeah. like <laughs> it was very Little Mermaid, and again, I, like, it just felt a little dumb. Thing to that me. I, the only thing that I clocked was that, like, to me, it seems like if you're wearing heels, it would be safer. Like the the way that you would not fall would be to put your toe down first. And yeah. she's she's definitely walking heel to toe, which seems like a lot more dangerous to me. Yeah, is that like I don't know? You tell me. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. You walk when toe you wear first? heels, you don't clip clop clip clop. You toe first it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the only thing that I noticed was like, oh, that's probably the problem. <laughs> it just it just, and it's gonna come up in the farm scene again too. It just, it just seems like, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, for sure. Again, I don't... Everything they give us about her is like, she has no idea how things work. Like, yeah. it seems like she is from the past <laughs> and yeah. time traveled to the future. That's what Machiko seems like to me. And I'm like, it's just that she's Japanese. Like, it, yeah. you know what I mean? I she's mean, not a completely different species of person. No. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, again, I don't... Maybe I, it's a bad path to go down, but, like... I mean, it's 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 definitely... He's it's he's stereotyping her, for sure. Like, for sure he's stereotyping her. But that said, I, I can't honestly say that I think, you know, every woman from Japan in the 1950s knows how to walk in heels. Yeah, I don't like know. every woman in Japan in 1953 knows that you're not supposed to uh, take off your shirt to do work. Like, again, it seems like he's definitely g- giving us the impression of, like, the least Americanized Japanese woman ever. But yes. who can still speak English to some extent. That's... So it's like he's, yeah, stereotyping her a lot. But also I'm not willing to say that there we can't speak to whether that's definitively wrong yeah yeah fair enough i'm to, not sure but to that point yeah. so he's like throwing hay around angrily in the bar okay, yeah we're here with this sweat sweaty shirt that he rips off his yeah muscled body again like would that we all looked like bacula <laughs> shirtless yeah it was uh it was good <laughs> I just wrote Bacula shirtless farming angry. Yeah, it was like again. It's it's Chris very, didn't like it. <laughs> it's very much like Kevin Bacon doing the warehouse dance. He's just like sweaty and and throwing his hair and hay around. Yeah, it's very dramatic and very sexy. But then uh, Naomi, Naomi shows, shows up, up and again pin up like like this farm is the girl one shirt where she's tied. wearing the uh, yeah the red shirt with the what do you call them the shirt tails tied up around her and midriff like, these, like high little short shorts yep. and her hair is all done up and she's wearing all the matching ribbons in her hair and garbage and yeah. she just comes in and like starts unbuttoning her shirt as she enters the barn which is like Naomi's Naomi's yep. after it and, uh, and and meanwhile Machiko is doing hanging up the laundry. Like 20 feet away? Yeah, she's very close by. Real close. And she's topless. Yeah. Because on hot days from in in the town that she's from. From what Al says. From what Al says, that's normal. Some thoughts before we get into basically Naomi assaulting (laughs) assaulting Charlie. If your wife is from this place where... They do things so differently, and you're aware of this. Like, like we've gotten this impression from the shoes and from everything, and she, she is obviously in a place that she is not familiar with. They do things a different way. Yep. Why do you leave her alone so frequently? <laughs> like, I'm not, not to be like, watch her and make sure she doesn't get into trouble, but like, maybe just like keep her company for yeah. the first few days at least. Like Jesus, like when when he leaves her alone for extended periods of time, and she always. Gets into trouble, like, because yeah. she has, she do, she's trying to help. She's putting up the laundry. She's cooking breakfast. 
And everybody's getting mad at her. And she's just doing her best. Yeah. But maybe just be with her for the first little while. Especially yeah. if you're surrounded by racists. And especially if your mom is like, she can't do anything right anyway. Cool. She doesn't have to do the chores. She'll just hang out with me. Yeah. Maybe tell her, like, maybe just cool it with, like, trying to do chores for a while. Like, let's just go to the movies. Yeah. For sure. It'd be more fun for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like... Um, anyway yeah no also like that'd probably be like the best. let's just like the four of us Charlie Machiko and his parents go to the movies together nice nice uh, situation where nobody can yell at each other but you're still kind of getting used to each other's presence that's a very good idea no chores only movies yeah for the first six months that's my way of life yeah no chores only movies six months at a time hashtag no chores only movies <laughs> Um, okay, but okay, so Naomi comes and um, attacks. Okay, also, I just like to say they're not in like a hayloft. They just appear to be standing on a big pile of hay. And there's pigs everywhere. Like, there's, Are there pigs? Oh, yes. I didn't realize until didn't there's like that. a part where they're on the ground yeah. on top of each other. And in the shot, there's this huge pig. Oh, I didn't this see this pig. face of a pig who's like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you are literally about to bone on a pile of pig shit. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. So Naomi comes in and starts like grabbing Charlie and kissing him. And then like they, they fall down and they're sitting down together and she grabs his hand and um, puts it on her leg and says, touch me, touch me everywhere. Oh. And then she climbs on top of him. And then he does that thing where he rolls over and then he's on top of her. At no point is he trying to walk away. He says no a few he times. He says no. And but she says like, yes, yes. So I'm like, that kind of sucks because he's clearly... Yeah. Said no several times and she keeps... This um, is the one where... Uh, do you want to talk about Al's outfit? I do. So this is what I have <laughs> called... <laughs> this little number, I call the Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. I called it Big Red. <laughs> He's wearing a bright red shirt and uh, the over the suspenders are also red. The suspenders, I think, were black, but like he had, they had a, bunch like, of red a bunch of... Buttons of various colors down them, or just or they just looked like circles. gumballs. It yeah, was like kinda. gumball chic. And yeah. the pants were red, though, right? Pants there was and a lot shirt of red. were matching red, like fire engine red, something like that. Yeah, it was very whimsical. Yeah, like like Willy Wonka, Mister Megorium. He looked like he was wearing candy. That's my point. <laughs> That's my point. So yeah. this is a this is something to be, it's something to clock for the uh, what do we call this award? Oh, the. Um... What was it? Oh, I... the best stoom. Yeah. Oh, uh, the golden pharaoh. Oh, the golden pharaoh. <laughs> Maybe we should change the name of the award every season. Like best, it, it gets named for the best outfit of the previous season. Yeah, if we can come up with a good name for it. For yeah. Sure. Like I don't know. I wouldn't have a so really we... good name for this one. I guess the 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 golden megorium or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, so Sam's shirtless and sweaty in the barn. Naomi's unbuttoned her shirt to a great degree. They're rolling in the hay, literally. The pigs are naked. Machiko (laughs) is, um, shirtless shirtless, and she runs in. So basically all of these, all of these, these three youngsters in a state of undress in the barn are there. And then the, reverend and the parents come in and they're like charlie and he's like mom naomi machiko (laughs) like in one of those classic and then the reverend's wife faints (laughs) it was this part was dumb i must have been taking a note here a little bit i must be taking a note here because i missed all of that i mean i saw machiko run in i saw machiko run in i saw the parents show up but i didn't see the like rocky (laughs) (laughs) janet (laughs) brad (laughs) It was definitely Dr. That. Frankenfurter. Dr. Scott. Oh, yeah. Dr. <laughs> yeah. Scott. It uh, was uh, definitely one of those moments. Yeah, I missed it. I missed it entirely. Oh, And dear. I missed the fainting, too. Shit. And you missed the pigs. The one moment it's of, like... The only fun part of the show, Lee. <laughs> Man, no wonder I hate it so much. You know what? I take it back. Unfuck this episode. No. Unfuck the show. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then... Uh, Naomi and Charlie have a chat outside. Yep. 
in which Naomi super casually just starts talking about his sister's suicide. Yep. And like, how could you do this to me after everything I did for Eileen? Like, what did you do for Eileen? What does that do with I Eileen? I was her she, only friend. I was nice to her before she killed herself. Like, oof. Oof. <laughs> it just felt like you really don't care about Eileen. Yeah, she's, she's... You're using her suicide right now to... To get in his pants. Serve your own purposes. Yeah. There's also this weird thing that happens in this conversation where um, she's trying to, again, she's trying to get Charlie to, like, love her or fuck her or marry her or whatever. Her, <laughs> fuck, her, marry or kill her. Her, her objectives are, are a little uh, nebulous here, but um, she keeps saying, well, you don't really love her, do you? And then Sam gets really, like, he, he refuses to say, I love her. Yeah, because of his morals. And because everything. of his morals, but it's like, like, so what he ends up saying is, well, what you need to know is Charlie McKenzie loves Machiko. It's just like all this time you've been saying she's my wife, you're my wife. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Like you're lying to everybody one hundred percent of the time. Why is this one thing that you're kind of not playing the character for? He can't convincingly say I love her because he Sam does not. But he fucking falls in love with every other woman That's on this show. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's very... But he can't say it until he means it. But why can you say, like, mom to somebody who's not your mom? Yeah, and why can't Al just be like... Just sit him down and be like, okay, you know how actors pretend? <laughs> <laughs> can you be like that? Yeah, can do you, you think, act? Do you think maybe, like, you should not... Um, give this, like, wiggle room about whether or not Charlie loves his wife? Like, when Charlie leaps back in and Naomi's like, hey, you know, remember that time when you were hedging on whether you love your wife or not? Like, Sam. Like, Sam, you've, yeah, does this serve the character? Does this serve the play? What's your objective, Sam? <laughs> it is to convince people that you love your wife. Have you done your beats and tactics? Like... <laughs> Verbs! <laughs> Read some Stanislavski and just get on with it. Yeah. God, stop hemming and hawing and do your job. I, I just want to be like, Naomi, just go out with Rusty. He's also racist. And you guys yeah, can be happy. Handsome. Guys, you can just be like, you're both terrible, beautiful people. Beautiful, racist babies together. Just go with go, Rusty. <laughs> Rusty needs someone. Yeah. Like, just set, not that she could do the job. Never mind. Whoa. <laughs> What? <laughs> what job are we talking about? I, you know what? Never mind. No, I I demand an answer. What job do you think he needs? Gonna, I bet. Just no. really in terms of like psychological work, or I was thinking like emotionally and psychologically. Rusty Rusty needs someone to talk to, but I'm like, she's not the one who's gonna help him not be such a shitbag. Yeah, but um, at least just 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 go be happy and terrible together. I guess. I mean, then but I then all of a sudden, yeah, sorry. I was just saying, like, do you want to jump to the picnic? Yeah, where we see Machiko and Naomi in a car together. Naomi's doing her makeup, and she, and they're all buddy-buddy. And she's like, oh, thanks so much for helping me. And I'm like, why are you trusting her? You you just found your husband in the barn with her yesterday. I'm and sure. that was never addressed either. Yeah. Like, whatever. Maybe Machiko just is super trusting and is like... It's fine. Or or Charlie. Uh, well, I mean, no, because if Charlie, quote unquote, Charlie, Sam, if Sam explained it to her, then there's no fucking way she would trust Naomi. Exactly. Even if you trust Charlie still. Yeah. Why are you trusting Naomi? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And she's like, yeah, remember what I told you to say to people yeah, today? She says, make sure to compliment everybody just the way I said. It's like, oh. Oh, great. This, like, for sure you should see through this, not she call like... And just because it was uncomfortable, I'll just say it right away. She just tells pe tells Machiko to tell people that they're fat. She says, yeah, she <laughs> goes up to people and says, uh, congratulations on your prosperity. You are very, very fat. Which is so stereotyping this, like, weird Japanese rube character, which is like... That's what I mean is it's like, it, it, it just seems like, yeah, you're telling me she's so out of touch with anything? Like... Yeah. Like... Or even including... if she's like, that seems rude. Can't I just say hello? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. And Maybe again, I should ask Charlie. Like, That's a good thing. Again, it's just one of those things that, you know, there is that kind of thing, you know, 
in other cultures or at other times in our culture like uh being fat was a was an attractive feature because blah 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 and like that's a thing that is true sometimes in some places or whatever it's like a, a weird double around backwards racist thing where like if if we just say like that is a stereotype of japanese culture then it's this white person telling the japanese person a stereotype about yeah. japanese culture to tell to a white person to make the japanese person seem like it's like the whole thing is it's terrible just baffling and the, my other question is sam knows that the only reason he's here is to keep machiko from being heartbroken and going back to japan yeah. and not being married to him that's his only reason for being here. Why have you left her alone so long again with Naomi, yeah, no why less? why did she drive in with Naomi? <laughs> why aren't you the one introducing her around? Yeah. She's your, she's your wife. Yeah. Like, if, if <laughs> what anything, are you doing that's more important? And again, if anything, like... I'm getting ready for the big baseball game. Even if you say, like, like oh, sure, like, I can't be around her 24-7, like, while we're out each doing our own respective chores like this is the church picnic the one time where you can just be like i'm gonna hang out with my wife what are you doing that's more important when you know this is your only goal yeah in this time and place yeah try to get your mom to accept machiko so machiko you're on your own bye yeah yeah anyway oh man we've already talked about this more i wanted to do more digressions and not talk (laughs) about this episode we've already gone pretty in depth well, I mean, we can... Yeah. No, I mean, We get not... to the baseball game. Yeah, the baseball game happens. Um, ba- Bacula fucking loves baseball. The, the first guy we see at the bat is uh, a guy in suspenders with this bowl cut, and he looks like he's, like, in his 40s or 50s. I'm yeah. like, so it's Mo from the Three Stooges Yeah, you said it's Mo bat, Howard. Like, which yep. just made me real happy. I'm like, who's this guy? I love him. Why, why isn't this guy a key player? Yeah. And then, uh, Rusty keeps trying to attack Charlie and yeah. like throw the ball at his face and just basically he's openly assaulting him. Yeah. And uh and, and then like does in fact like grow up and try to start a fight with him. Yeah, and, and when Sam Charlie goes, says, like, what's, what's, what's your, your problem? He and he says, goes, I hate ethnic slur. Yeah. So basically, what's your problem? I'm racist. Yeah. It's like just openly screaming yeah. in front of everyone, like I'm I'm racist. Like <laughs> Come yeah. on. It's a public... It's a baseball game. Yeah. It's, I mean, a lot of folks wait. came back from World War II super <laughs> racist. That's absolutely true. Sure. But that's a lot. A lot of Meat. people came back from World War II not racist, too. Yeah. Well... Or less Obviously, racist. Charlie did. Oh, you God. Sam, maybe not so much, but Charlie <laughs> seems like a nice boy. And but, then the mother also comes over and is like, I just hate you. I, I, I just want to take that back. Charlie does not seem cool. Charlie does not seem okay. In like Based on like what Alpha Timeline was, Charlie's not a cool bro. Right. So I take that back. I just want to, for the record, Charlie's not cool. I, I don't know anymore. This, this episode... Eventually, so the storm happens. Yeah, we'll they come back quick, from church like... picnic and there's a storm. It looks a lot very Wizard of Ozzy. It's just Mom says something real mean to Machiko. Yeah. Um they go into the storm cellar, but then when they get there, um mom yells at Machiko, Machiko runs out, um, Sam and Dad arrive. They're like, Where's Machiko? But the wife's like, Oh, I don't know. And they're like, Would she go upstairs? She's like, No, she left. Yeah. And I mean, then Char- and then Sam leaves to go find Machiko and she's like, Charlie, where are you going? Like, obviously yeah. to save my wife who was lost in the storm of the century. Yeah. She gets picked up You just fully on the road. don't care if Machiko dies. <laughs> like, that's what is saying. You fully are just like, oh, if she dies, I guess it's fine. Yeah, she, she's... There's a lot of murderers in this episode. Yeah. Like, I think mo- the mom is like, she... Yeah, she doesn't care if Machiko lives or dies, so that's awful. And also, um, like, Reverend Felcher has poisoned, like, nine people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't get as much uh, as much focus in this episode as I felt. Yeah, it, it's, it was subtext. But Jesus, I'm like Sam, if there's anything you should be here to fix. Also, apparently, Re- Reverend Felcher is like a, a dirty thing that I don't not understand. Re- just Felcher, not the Reverend part. Okay, but that's <laughs> well, I don't in the know. credits. In the credits, he's listed as Reverend Felcher, and I refuse to tell. Le- Kristen well, what tell that me is. what a Felcher so, is. <laughs> tweet at Kristen and tell her what felching is. I don't know if I want this, but whatever. No, everybody, everybody who's listening, 
I want you to right now. Now pause the podcast. <laughs> stop what you're doing. Tweet. What's your What's your personal Twitter? Not the show Twitter. Just no, yours. No. Find it's at Kristen, Kristen underscore Zaza. Kristen underscore Zaza, and tell her what felching is. Ugh, I don't. I already hate it, but <laughs> obviously. <laughs> anyway, um, she gets picked up. Machiko gets picked up by Rusty. Yep. She's in the storm, and he's like, "Hey, get in!" And she gets in, and then she's like, "Oh no! Oh no! It's oh that no! I've made a huge before. mistake." Al saves the day because he's what do you call it centered he's, in on Machiko. Yeah, he just well we don't see that happen. We just um, assume uh, he dri- he he Sam is driving and Al shows up and says turn around she's back the other way she was picked up by Rusty he's gonna be mean to her or something. So again he's omniscient. Yeah. Um, there you go. Doesn't matter. Rusty says racist stuff to her. Pulls out a knife and yeah. threatens to cut off her arm with a switchblade. So I'm yeah. like, this is... I, it looks to me like a fucking butter knife. Like, it is not sharp. I'm like, what? You're gonna... What? Have you ever seen 127 Hours? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I understand the concept. <laughs> um, the thing I got from this is, like, the reason... And again, it's one of those things about fucking pat storytelling where they're they have to like be like oh this is the reason why rusty doesn't like japanese people it's not like oh he's racist he was born racist and and lived was raised by racist people in a racist town it's just like he has to have a backstory that explains his racism and the thing is that he was a budding baseball player and then he went off to war and he came back from war and he was not good at baseball anymore that's his fucking backstory and i could not possibly care less yeah, well, it's not a good backstory. It doesn't, I mean, and, and also we shouldn't have to have one that explains his racism away because it's like, I don't know, you're not the protagonist. Don't Why humanize do we care? this guy. Yeah, exactly. Why do we care what reasons he has? Like, there is no good reason. Yeah. So, yeah. And he pulls out, like, this dinky little knife and says, like, and now I'll cut off your arm, which is just like, you're going to cut off her arm? <laughs> like, so Rusty is just flat out a psychopath. Yeah, he's nutsy cuckoo. Al, uh, Al, uh, Sam shows up, they start fighting, and, like, Rusty is prepared to, like, shove his face into, like, one of those, It's like a power sander, um, like, it's, uh, like, fuck. Like, he's it's, a murderer. It's a real intense fight for Quantum Leap standards. He's prepared to kill yeah. Charlie, Charlie and his wife. Yep. Basically. So that's yep, yep. insanity. And like, <laughs> like, I don't, like, there's no way to, like, get away with this. Like, everyone's going to know it was you. Everyone's you threatened you. them in public at a baseball game and, and on you, the street. You threatened them Sam, publicly if several you times. Sand Sam's face off. There's going to be there's fucking, a, like, there's no way you can clean your garage that quickly. My God. It's just. Although, at this on the point, other hand, to be fair, <laughs> it wouldn't be Charlie's DNA, so he'd get off scot-free. <laughs> it wouldn't be Charlie's... It would be Sam's DNA? It would be DNA. Sam's DNA. Oh, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> we go through this every week. <laughs> Sam switches bodies. He doesn't just, like, inhabit their no, body. No, but then how do they only see Charlie? Oh, because, it, because the magic. past is... Because th- magic. I'm skeptical about this dna no thing. it's absolutely true although i wonder if they if they leap him out <laughs> if he leaps out after his face has been sanded off <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well i mean to be fair sam is like the one person in the world who kind of doesn't need a face theoretically <laughs> if sam knocked up a woman in the past yeah would they have sam beckett's child yeah. Anyway, so Rusty's a murderer. Yeah, Rusty's um, the worst. Um, and then uh, Machiko gets hit by something. By, he's throwing rocks at the car, and one of them goes through the windshield, hits her in the face. Um, she goes to the hospital. She goes to the, well after after Sam like kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, she like he, 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 he finish, finishes the fight. Uh, she goes to the hospital. Um, the mother shows up. Mother is racist. Um, dad isn't racist as much. Sam shames her into like Sam yells at her yeah she, this is where she does the monologue about well I couldn't forgive um, my daughter so how can I possibly I can't do for her what I couldn't do for Eileen yeah which is again like it's not apples and oranges here it's like yeah Eileen got pregnant Machiko is Japanese like neither of them sh- should be a problem but they're also not the same thing yeah it's not yeah. like even even if you believe that getting pregnant is a moral failing, being Japanese is not something that you need to forgive someone for. 
in well, any stretch of the imagination. Well, if you're like a super crazy white American Christian person who just thinks that not having good old American Christian values, quote unquote, yeah. is a sin, which a lot of people do. It's like, uh, that's a thing, I right? Mean, anything, people think like, oh, these people live this way. It's unchristian. It's unchristian yeah, and yeah, therefore you got it. immoral. <laughs> So like, I mean, if anything, like Charlie is the person that she like should like be angry at. He's the one who like did a thing. He married a woman he wasn't supposed to marry. You can't be upset at the Japanese for being Japanese. Okay, so mom has Christianity issues. That's yeah, keeping her from being a good person. It's real, real bad. Imagine that. Um, uh, Sam finally says, like, hey, guess what? I don't even know what he says. He doesn't say the right thing. Again, the correct thing for Sam to say is, if you want me to be a part of your life, Machiko is part of that. Yeah. Uh, you can fuck off forever and die until you are not racist. That's the correct thing Sam says. Sam does not say that. Sam says, oh, but you, you, you should apologize to Machiko. And she goes, well, I can't because I... I couldn't apologize to Eileen. And Sam goes, well, you can to Machiko. And that's about it. That's his argument is like, oh, you know how guilty you feel about what you did to Eileen? You have a chance to not do the same thing again. Yeah. Which is far nicer and gentler than he should be. Well, because it's, yeah, it's it's like you, you've been racist towards her. And also, guess what? Time. This racism almost got both of us killed recently. Yeah. And also no talk of like... In general, this is a really bad thing that you have as part of your character, Mom. Yeah. Like, it, it's just like, just be nice to Machiko because I married her. Not not this bigger issue of, like, you're a fucking bigot. Yeah. <laughs> like. Be nice to people because they are people. Yeah, just be a good person. Should we go to the wedding? Yeah, then wedding happens. Um, My favorite part of this is when Al is like, okay. <sighs> okay. So Sam says, like. You better hurry. We better hurry and like leap. Otherwise, like like I can't get married in the eyes of you know who. Yeah. And points upwards. So Sam believes that if he gets married right now in the past to someone from the past, he's married in the eyes of God. This is just like madness to yeah. me. The way it's he like, thinks about leaping. If the 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 reverend doesn't say will you sam beckett take this woman to be your wife guess what sam you're not married i mean arguably neither is charlie but everyone else thinks he is but like and if you leap into the body of a married man i get it he's not leaping into the body but if you yeah, leap into yeah. the place of a married man which he has does that mean all of a sudden like you know what i mean yeah. like a man who's already married isn't that the same damn thing Maybe not. I mean, again, I think it, Sam is just being like, if I say the words I do, then I'm married. And if I don't, I'm not. Again, pretend like you're an actor in a play yeah. like you did when you were a little kid and it was like the school pageant. Like, yeah. <laughs> just just play pretend, Sam. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It blew my mind. And then Al's like, it's not a big deal. I've been married. Uh, and then he thinks, about, oh, counts on his fingers five times. And yeah. I'm like, Al, I know you've been married five times. We all know you've been married five times. You've mentioned it so much, but every time he forgets, he's like, oh, uh, how many wives have I had? I'm like, five. <laughs> I mean, once again, it's, it's just like the same thing with uh, uh, Sam being weird every time he kisses anybody. It's just they're playing the same beats over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, Al very respectfully wore a tux to Sam's wedding. Yeah. Despite the fact that only... So it's funny because he's like, it's not a big deal. You're not actually getting married. And yet he dressed up for it. And Sam is the only person who will see him. He's also also standing right next to him like he's the best man. I also feel like it's kind of mocking him. Like, he's like, relax. It's not a big deal. But meanwhile, he's like straightening his tie. It's like... like all morning while Sam was getting dressed, I was like right behind him being like, dum, 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 dum. where are you going to go on your honeymoon, Sam? <laughs> How many kids are you guys going to have? <laughs> Fucker blue. <laughs> you gotta fuck your wife. Um, and then, um, and then uh, 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 the mom comes in. Yeah. The, all this time, like they were just being like, oh, but I need my mom to come around. Otherwise I won't ever leap. And it's like, that seems like a you're you're making an assumption there, but sure. Like, uh, I sure hope my mom comes around because uh, if I if she doesn't, then I'm stuck in this body married to this woman forever. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so she comes in. She comes in. She is, do you want me to go through her outfit? You do it. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> I'm going to volley that one over to you. Okay, well, okay. Backstory. Uh, back in one of the racist bits that we skipped over when Machiko and Sam first arrived in the house, Machiko was giving them gifts from Japan to be a good daughter-in-law. One of the things she gave, uh, gave offered uh, Lenore, the mother, was um, a kimono, a yellow kimono from Japan. So, Kristen, what's the outfit that Lenore comes to the this wedding in? It's the kimono. It's the kimono. I thought it was pink. I think it was yellow with pink. Okay. Maybe Touché. it was pink with yellow. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, so and then she bows. She bows. And she previously sort of scolded Machiko for bowing. Yeah. At, yeah. So she bows to show respect, and then Machiko bows, and or Other Machiko way bows, and then Lenore, Mom bows quite, even quite lower. Quite a deep bow. Um, it's cultural appropriation. It's not, it's not great. Well, no, but a, it was a gift. It was a gift. I, I heard that you can, you can wear a piece like a kimono or, you mm. know, like a cultural piece that's not from your own culture if it was given to you as a gift. But also like, hey, you've been horrible to this woman. Like she gave you that gift under the assumption that you were her mother-in-law and then you did not act like a mother-in-law. I would be like, I would give it some time if it were me. Showing up. Is a, a nice start. Yeah. I do have to say, for whatever fucking reason, despite everything and my hatred of this entire episode, I got a little choked up at the end. Yeah. I don't know why. I was just like, it's nice. I really like Machiko, like, and the actress who played her, the actor who played her. So, like, maybe just because she was so sweet and vulnerable and she seemed happy at the end i was just like she's just making me... and you know what the woman who played the mom is a good actor too she's yeah. been in everything she's like a a character actor that you've seen a million times i do not know her name yeah i looked her up and it was so hard to find like i know i've seen her but it was so hard to find yeah. anything i would recognize her from simply because she has so many credits yeah that like combing through them is impossible she's a great she was a good actor it's it's just that she was given garbage material yeah you know so it's like yeah, I don't blame her, and I think that her and uh, and uh, yeah, the other actor, like yeah, they 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 combine to give me a nice emotional moment at the end, despite everything. Yeah, I don't know if that's rooted in anything meaningful or good, other than just it's a wedding and everybody's happy now. Yeah, like it's also like it does. I mean, in terms of pat TV storytelling, it's kind of shitty. Th- this notion that like oh she was racist until like five minutes ago and now she's not racist anymore like no like it, this is a process and like you can say like sure um she's making a start this is a nice gesture to set her off on the right path but i just wa- do want to flag that she's probably gonna continue to be really fucking shitty for a long time oh yeah 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 um but maybe she'll try yeah maybe i mean be. she will you know, start start being a little more gracious. Um, one weird uh, kind of structural thing is that I don't understand why Sam leapt out at that moment. Because, like, the thing... Whatever he did to affect this story didn't just happen after the mom walked into the church. Like, they'd been apart. He was getting dressed. She, he hadn't seen her for, like, a number of hours. Whatever he did that changed her mind must have happened long before the church. But maybe it's about Machiko seeing her Machiko would have seen her whether Sam or Charlie was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, usually... Isn't that the moment that the change would have happened? That Machiko is like, I am accepted well usually usually sam leaps out as soon as he does the thing that fixes the thing but in this case it was someone else doing the thing so well i mean whatever charlie did to change his mom's mind was probably like the night before at the hospital or maybe maybe it wasn't even the night before we don't even know when this wedding is taking place you know what i mean i mean again maybe maybe this is the thing that i'm always asking for which is like i want to see how it plays out into the future so they just kept sam there long enough to see that he was successful and then once he saw that then god was like cool let's bounce that's not a very interesting point i guess no but given the fact that al has said like he works in mysterious ways and the fact that we are now dependent on that 
as our modus operandi. I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but Close. you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I meant operandi. I just meant like, I don't know if that's the right word, phrase in general, but like, you know what I mean? Now that we have this umbrella of God works in mysterious ways, we can't, like it, like we can't calculate anything. Off, yeah. yeah, anything goes basically. Uh, uh, before we get to the prediction... Yeah, before we get to... Oh, no! We should do plugs. Sorry, I just... I'm so mad. No, I'm angry about plugs, too. I fucking hate them. (laughs) Fucking hate plugs. You go. Well, you fucking turds should go listen to my my other (laughs) fucking stupid-ass podcast. It's called The Stupid Pitch-Off Project. We do stupid movie pitches and we stupid talk about them. God. Yeah. I guess you can go listen to On a Dark Cold Night. It's my stupid horror audio fiction podcast. So whatever. On a Dark Cold Night. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) That wink lets you know that she was kidding. Wink. (laughs) It's really good. So So is the Pitch Off Project. Okay, let me uh, uh, walk you through. uh, Sam leaps. um, And he seems to be standing in the doorway of a diner. It looks kind of 1950s-y. Uh, if you look around the diner, you'll notice that everybody in there is white. Sam walks up and sits down at the lunch counter and he looks in the mirror and sees that he's an elderly black gentleman. So what do you think is going to happen next week? God. As soon as he walked in, I was like, oh God, I know this door. I know this restaurant. I know these patrons. It's the color of truth again, isn't it? And, and I can't believe, I can't believe that he that they, they're doing this to us. They're putting us back into the color of truth. They're making us revisit. <laughs> After this of all episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I have no words. I have no words for the fact that he's put us through the ringer you with this racist-ass so episode. And then they're sending us back to the other racist episode. I'm very mad. Everything okay? Hold now? on. I'm just going to look up because, like, I'm going to look up what the actual title is. it The Color of Truth Part Two? No, it's not. Um, again, I think this is one of those things where they just kind of didn't know what the next episode was going to be or they hadn't filmed it yet or whatever. So they just had to throw something else in. Because was it exactly the same? Oh, yeah, it was. Footage? It was exactly the same thing. Uh, like, how do I predict? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can find the title. Well, because I think it's possible. Yes. So, do you remember at the end of season one, he leapt into the woman in the bath? Yeah. It's that one. Then why did they do this? Like I said, either they hadn't shot this yet, or they hadn't determined the episode order, or whatever. I mean, they must have shot it, because they did it. Maybe, I, maybe also, this was probably for the DVD release. Maybe they, they moved some stuff around. I don't know. But that's the next episode is called What Price Gloria? And it's the one where Sam leaps into a woman for the first time. Okay, so should I predict that one? Yeah, predict that one. I'm gonna because I was gonna one. be like, he has to go back to the color of truth and fix and something do it better. else. He has to do it better. Because go back, but just don't say the n word this time. Yeah, God, God's like, nope, do over. At, at first, I was like close enough, but on second thought, no. So my prediction still stands, I guess, for the woman in the bathtub that he's gonna be like the vice president of some like, you know, women's group that's fighting for rights. What price Gloria it's called? What price Gloria? So assuming Gloria Steinem is involved. <laughs> right? I love it. Yeah, she she's going to like a Gloria Steinem speech or something and it's yeah, it's yeah. It could be about feminism, I guess. That's definitely gonna be about feminism <laughs> yeah. for sure. I just I'm relieved. I'm relieved that I don't have yeah, to... Yeah, we don't have to go back to fucking Red Dog. I'm sure that this episode is going to bring a bevy of delights as well with yeah feminism. And Sam's politics are just... It's not that they're... Like, they're, they're good, kind of. <laughs> like, Again, it's 1989 progressivism. They're as good as they can be, I guess, for television in 89. Yeah. So, something to look forward to? Question mark? <laughs> When uh, can they expect to hear that? I don't know. Next week? <laughs> On? Can we just end with something a little fun and stupid? Like what? I don't know. Do you have a good joke? Um. Oh, man. I have so many good jokes. Wait, I have one I haven't told you. Okay. Where does Napoleon keep his armies? Where? In his sleeveys.
arms, sleeves. <laughs> so we'll see you next week on. Oh, he's not gonna do it with me. He's so mad. He's so mad. He's not even gonna do the title with me, guys. Um, can I tell you a joke? Yeah. Um, is it as good as mine? It's pretty good. Um, two people are walking through a field. Usually when I hear this joke, you know, it's two blondes or two Polish folks or two people from uh, Newfoundland. It can be whatever group of people you don't like. Is that the joke? Yeah, no. no <laughs> two, two people, people you two don't people, like are two, walking through Two folks you don't like are walking through a field. They come across a set of tracks. One of them looks and says, oh, look, it's bear tracks. And the other one says, no, those are wolf tracks. And the first one says, no, they're bear tracks. And the other one says, they're wolf tracks. And they get into an argument and they're standing there arguing until they're both hit by a train. They were train tracks. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh, boy, it's Kristen and Lee. <laughs>